Welcome, citizens. I'm Allie Grauer. And I'm Drew Merzieski. And, and this, this is Warda. Welcome back to Warda. The Ballad of the Open Pages is a one-shot story contained within eight chapters. It was recorded at Gen Con in 2018 using an experimental D20 mechanic of our own devising. We hope you enjoy this peculiar tale. The year is 4801, and the glimpse is The Ballad of the Open Pages, Chapter 8. now um and i think that we all have things we should probably talk about are we doing this are we actually destroying this wedding is that is that what we're doing so here? did you find out from the groomsmen what they think because we found out from the groomsmen what they think or did you go off and do other things we talked to sandy what did they say um they were uh head over heels del monte was not okay Del Monte was speechless and not in a flustered way. He doesn't love his partner to be. But here's the weird thing. I don't know if destroying this wedding via the music set is actually going to destroy this wedding. Because Sandy's dad likes human music. And I don't think the cowboys are as so what do we need to do then? Do we need to set this place on fire? Like, what's going on? By the, by the way, uh, inquiries are continuing to be made about Sully. And uh, they're keeping the wardens at bay until the wedding is over. Just thought I'd let everybody know that. Found out I have a child. I'm sorry. What? What? I thought we were all sharing things people didn't know. We are. Um, this is new. Yeah. With who? Opus. Opus who? Opus. Opus Trowbridge. Oh, oh, what? I dare. Hey. Are you serious? So we can just play the wedding and everything should... Do they know about this? The Trowbridges? They do. Okay. Okay. As does the madam. Okay. Uh, so, so she still wants things to, well, and are we getting, did you confirm, did you, did you talk to her? Will we be getting, I did talk to her. Are me. we getting paid? Contracts still binding. The contracts. So, so if we, wait, so if we do not play the music we're supposed to play, if we ruin the wedding, we don't get paid or we do get paid? No, we do get paid. Okay. 
Oh, that's good. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Yeah, you're lying. You are lying. Uh, to all of us. for that. That is a 12. Ooh, do we roll against him? We, yeah, do we roll Let's, against Yeah, everyone roll. Mm. An interpersonal as well. Nope. Actually. <laughs> I will. I will re-roll again. Everyone keeps re-rolling. 18. You remember we can only do it once. 13. Okay. 13? 18? 18? 13. 13. 13. 13. Re-rolling as well. This could be a fail. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Okay. It's, um, so we it, don't matter. believe it. We, we don't. don't. It doesn't sound like what... Cause that doesn't make any sense to us uh, as a group. But so, the question is, do we let him know that? That we... Do we look at each other? Because this is what Kem does. Kem looks at, at Pete, knows he's a pagan liar, mm-hmm. and then goes, great, I'm glad to hear it. So we and then sh- looks at everyone. So we should ruin the wedding? Yes, for sure. Good to hear. Let's ruin the wedding, then. Okay. I think we should ruin the wedding. I think we should do what we want to do. If you want to ruin the wedding, Kim, that's great. Me, I would like to play some music that poor Mr. Austin Cowbury can enjoy. Mel, do you you and Levani want to do your music? Honestly, it's not finished yet. This might um, be the only time you get to perform it, because if... The wardens are here, my and friend. If, and if you've done anything bad... Would you like to perform some music? I think that whatever's going on with you might be put to rest if it gets performed. Would you like to perform some music, then? I could sing it. And it, it, it would be disruptive. It would be disruptive. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect, and it doesn't have to be finished. If you like human music that much, so no, we sing it. I, so here's what I think. I think we play the gig as normal until we get to right before the ceremony, and then we sing your symphony. And I'd like Emily to improvise. Yes. I can back you up. And However you want. We make it a big stink about how uh, Del Monte requested that we play our music instead of what we were told to play, because he did. And maybe that will be enough to help break it up, if we're really yeah. dramatic about it. And if it doesn't, well, we'll I don't care if I'm getting paid or not right now, and I don't know what's going to happen to us after this. So. Listen. Cam, you're a caghead. Excuse me. Sure. No, not, yes, Sure. You know Kim what? is my friend. You take that back right now, miss. He said I was a subpar musician. He said I didn't deserve to be here playing music. Emily, you know your own town. What's it, what's it matter if someone else disagrees with you? Because I care about what he thinks of me. Because I care about him. And he's just treating me like Smish this whole time. And that's... Listen. Em. It's going to be okay. I know that. We just get through this, we ruin the wedding, and we all have a nice little sit-down. And we'll work out our differences in due time. Good? Not good, but yes, let's go. Thank you. Um, I'm going to add a, I'm going to use one of Kem's narrative <coughs> bits here. Kem reaches for his, uh, for his, uh, for his dulcimer, um, for his three-string mm-hmm. dulcimer, 
And as he reaches for it, uh, Pete reaches over and takes it first. Um, as insurance. Um, can I use an action as well to... A narrative? Read it? Yeah, a narrative action to, like, really notice this moment. Sure. I mean, just use your narrative yeah. that you notice it. You notice yeah, it happen. I, I re... Yes. Cool. Um, I think that's the end of that scene. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Okay. Here we are. Final scene. The performance. The wedding. It's the day of the show, y'all. Um, so, the scene is set. We are underneath the home tree. Um, and the wedding has begun. We see the wedding party move down the aisle uh, towards the home tree. We see an officiate of the will of the world. And we also see um, one of House Day Nor standing oh. there. Um, Yordman. Cool. Oh. Yordman Gaynor is standing in a beautiful suit. Um, Yordman's cool. Um, or, uh, standing as a second officiate for this, this wedding. Um, the chairs are all immaculate um, and filled with immaculate looking people. Faye of every kind are here. Um, there's uh, a lot of bigwigs from the Arcanica Guild are here. Uh, even there's even some from House Serene uh, that are here. Uh, Graydon is here, along with his uh, his brother Hector, um, are here in in attendance. There is a a, a tree speaker here as well. Um, Aldir Birchoff is here. This older looking. Uh, Silvani man. And uh, the wedding party begins to move forward. The first ones to go through are the parents. We see um, Madame Frischri, we see Austine Plavery and their spouses as they go by. Um, we see them, then their children led through uh, and, and extended family. It's a, it's a parade of Silvani that go by, basically. And then fill in around the tree. Um, in kind of a semicircle, uh, as they stand facing uh, towards the audience. So, like the family is as big a part of this wedding. They're not sitting in the audience. They're not. Uh, they're not per watching. <coughs> they're participating in this. Um, and finally, we see uh, Del Monte and Sandy. And Del Monte is as we saw, and he walks up with a the, a pleasant but tight smile. And we see Sandy. And Sandy is uh, androgynous looking, neither male nor female, um, and is based off of, uh, like, rye. Um, and uh, they are walking up. And the two of them, between them, have uh, two Sylvani children, about ten years of age. So maybe six or five or six. Mm -hmm. um, and they are coming in, and they're wearing beautiful uh, wedding clothes as well. And all four of them are all, like, holding hands in a link as they walk up. Um, and they begin, and as they begin to walk up, the band begins to play. And we begin to play our music. Um, so, uh, as they're playing this music, as they're walking up,
what is everybody doing as this is happening? Um, like low background. Um, we're all, I mean, we're all playing. Yeah, we're all right. playing our music. We're all playing That's our what music. We're doing, but what are I we think, doing? I think Ravani is watching uh, the the betrothed couple. She's watching their faces, and she's watching the faces of their family, trying to like gauge it. Trying to gauge it, but also just like observe it. Rolling like she's trying to soak that in. Roll an internal. Do you What's want it to be an internal, or do you want it to be just? I think it's internal for okay. her. Okay. Roll an internal real quick. Okay. It's a 12. 12. Okay, so what you see is uh, Sandy is beaming. Sandy is very, very happy. Delmonte doesn't look upset. No. He doesn't look like his life is ruined or anything like that. He just looks blasé about it. Um, the uh, the Plowberry family are very happy. Um, you see Austin uh, and, and, his, and his wife... Um, uh, Minsky, uh, and they're like together, like very happy about what's happening. Um, the Trump witches are again like Delmonte, blase. They're like, this is nice, this is fine, but nobody's upset about it. Uh, and that's really what you get watching the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, where did um, where did he put? Where did you put it? Um, I gave it to Opus to uh, to put away. Hey, can, can, can you go? So she's got it. She's sitting in the audience. She has it. She has it in the audience with yeah, her. With her, it's like at her seat with her. She's uh, she's actually given it to um, Eld, and Eld's like struggling with people playing it softly. And there's you see Ken, and Ken has his eyes. Focused on that. Really, really upset. Okay. Yeah. Um. Emily's just just playing what she's supposed to be playing. She's also like watching everything, uh, but mostly she's waiting for the for the cue, which is uh, for. Cue to be decided. Nobody decided on the cue. Great. Okay. Yeah. There's no cue. They're looking for a cue, and there is none. I I have an idea for one. But I don't think we decided on it. Uh, so, Ravani leans over and, and like and goes, "What's the cue?" And Rob Ravani goes, "There is no cue, but I have an idea." Like, follow my lead is what she says basically. Okay. Okay. What are you doing, Pete? Um, I'm trying to keep telling. I'm just I'm I'm watching all of you. I keep on looking over at Madame Free Free, um, and I am. Perspiring. I am trying to keep everything under control, and it, I'm kind of planning the next move if you guys don't do what needs to be done, and or if I have to do what needs to be done. Alright, so I want to make a sound spell. Cool. Um, and this is how I'm justifying how I can use the sound spell. So how? So actually, I want to use my implementation for this. Um, so Mel studies sounds and replicates them, basically, and that's how he writes all of his music. Um, and he has been around. He has been around Pete so much that he can replicate his voice perfectly with the sound spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to 
use my implementation to make a sound spell to whisper to his child to bring the instrument backstage. And okay. give it to me specifically. Roll an interpersonal wow. and spend the magic for that. I'm going to say yes. it's a average. Actually, I'm going to say it's. Oh, thank you. I'm going to say it's. um. It's hard. It's cool. six because you're mimicking a voice perfectly. And then I'm using my implementation, which does. Where are you? Implementation. I get to roll 3d20s rather than 1d20. Cool. So, one, two, three. Cool. Uh, 11, 3. That one is also a 3, so I'm going to re roll one of these. Cool. The one that likes me. Four. Awesome. Um, but I get a plus three, so I'm gonna just make that a fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, not fifteen, fourteen. 14. Whatever the numbers are. Uh, cool. So one successful thing. The successful thing I would like is for him to believe he needs to take the instrument back. Okay. So he like he believes he needs to take the instrument. He gets up to go, get, and Opus is like, no wait, and he like heads off. Then he forgets like where they, he's supposed to go and what he's supposed to do. So they, he's yeah, they, they, yeah. They, 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 they forget what he's supposed what they are supposed to do mm-hmm. and where they are supposed to go. So Eld begins to just wander a bit, but is now away from Opus and Perfect. can be can have the it taken. Now I want to look at Pete and say my music so I thought you had with her. I put it back in my bag and I took out. I'm sorry. Go, go instinctual. I run. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. I go to that child. Um, cool. So you run off to that child. What are you doing, Rabani? Um, she's singing lightly over the top of the, the orchestrations that they're doing. Ken leans um, over and goes. The, the officiant, like, starts talking mm-hmm. about the will of the world mm-hmm. and the union of people and plants and growth and blah. Um, and Ravani sees an opening coming up and, like, turns to indicate that, but Mal is gone, and she goes, Where's Mal? What happened? Look, look, I have an idea. It's really bad, but it's an idea. And it isn't... What? Spread it out. To break the tree. Why would you do that? We're in the wedding. Will they be able to trace it back to you? Will you get in trouble? Probably. Oh, cag it, Emily says, but not quite that loud. And she she starts playing like the equivalent of da na 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 da na. Yeah, it just shifts. Yeah, entertainer. And oh man, so you start playing that, and Kem does the. He like beats on the on the strings. Oh yeah. yeah! Like everybody like stops and stares um, as we do this really upbeat. Ravani's got like one of those noisemakers that goes around. The ratchets. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is that uh, it is new age music <laughs> that you started and that Kem has picked up, <laughs> and that the two of you are doing a new age duet between the two of you. 
Emily and Emily feels like a million white steel almonds. Um, Ravine. Yeah. Did you have something you wanted to do? Well. Because now the music is now, and everyone like what the, plan? It yeah. Is, it has stopped, yeah. and people are turning around, and like there are now like Silvani like getting up, and there's like uh, yeah. Silvani that are standing up to like head down and go talk to the band. Like this is inappropriate. We need to continue to do. Um, Ravani stands on the bal- on the like the railing of the the gazebo mm-hmm. and makes a big speech and basically yeah. says, um, "Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the love." And the earnest connection between two souls, Sandy and Del Monte. At the request of one of the group, Del Monte, we have decided to play some of our music to share it in the spirit of love and this day together with all of you. We understand that traditional music was requested and we assure you traditional music will be played later in the evening. But for now, this is our gift to Del Monte, and with all of our hearts, we wish Del Monte to live his best life and be fulfilled in all that he does and to never settle for anything less than joy. interpersonal. Yeah, on it. And during that time, Mm -hmm. while she's giving that speech, I think it's the perfect time for Mel to grab that instrument from that child. It's just you walk over and there's Elv and you take it from Elv. Yeah, Elf, I right? just take it from him. <laughs> it's like trying to like go over and uh. stop you from taking it. No, I, I take it from him and I will pull out a few coins from my pocket and give it to him. So I know what to do with them and you're gone. I'm re-rolling. Um, well, child has no context. You know, small rich child has no context. <laughs> that too. Actually, no, give me those back, please. Um, because I'm born lucky, so I get to re-roll this failure. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, that's beta. Um, that's in 19. Okay. Uh, for giving this big speech and talking about love and joy and not having to settle for things. Okay. Um, like she really leans into it. You you do, and everyone kind of like gets it. They're like looking around, and and uh, so you say that, and the music begins to play, mm-hmm. and we play this incredible new age. From what we're doing, this new age thing, we do go into one of our most popular numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, like Emily's <coughs> sliding the hand down so she hits all the keys, which is frequently how they either start or end. Yeah. Music. And she just goes into it. And and really Kem is playing out. really, really hard. And he's like, if this isn't working, I'm going to break that tree and I'm going to go to jail forever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mel is Mel jumps. What were you doing? Mel? I jump in. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to immediately make sure that this gets into Kem's hands. Uh, so Kem takes it. Do whatever you want. He like looks looks over and like keeps it close into the back. He like has it in the crook of his arm <laughs> as he's as he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I absolutely notice this, but he yeah, drums. and I will keep my eyes on you. And, and, and Emily shouts, "Mel, if you want to hear your music now, would be a really great time." Cool. Yeah, and I think will, it transitions seamlessly I into Mel pull out handing me the music. Um, your part of uh, the part of the music that you can sing. And as that happens, Kem goes. Hey, 
let's just play music. <laughs> yeah. And we all play this together. Weird. This weird, yeah. great music. So what are they doing now that we're doing this? <laughs> Everyone is in stunned silence. Nobody says a word as they watch this thing happen. <laughs> And when it ends, and it ends, um, there's silence. And then Del Monte turns and goes, I'm terribly sorry, Sandy, I can't marry you. And there's a big crowd going, <gasps> I can't, I, I don't, I don't feel the same. And I know we were supposed to make this our, our day, and day for our children, but it's, it's not going to work out. And I'm sorry. And Sandy looks, broken by it and they they walk up and just clock yes del monte across the face oh gosh and then picks up the two kids and storms out and the rest of the plowberries are like leaving with with sandy <laughs> as they storm storm away and let's make playing the entertainer again but just you but the rest of us are like real slow because we all watch so now it looks like Del Monte planned this. It mm -hmm. looks like Del Monte did it because he was the one who requested our music and yep. then he made this thing after the speech. And mm -hmm. uh, like the, the rich, the strong riches are like helping them up and Lady Frufri, uh, Frufri uh, stands Frufri. up. Frufri. That's, uh, she's over there. Um, <laughs> that, that's the aunt. Um, <laughs> Lady Frufri, she stands up and she goes, go on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. My beautiful boy. And she like helps him up. Um, and, uh, turns to what you didn't realize were, like, guards. Part of house security mm -hmm. is there to make sure the plowbers are escorted from the premises as quickly as possible, along with that riffraff over there. Uh, get rid of the musicians. And, uh, um... Emily taps Pete really quickly on the elbow, and she's like, Pete, you might want to get your son out of that toxic environment. Uh, my, my child? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, sorry. You're human, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. I, 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 I just correct you in, in the, child. Their pantaloons are super cute. And uh, so the guards come over and they forcibly remove all of you but Pete. And there's this moment where you guys are being taken away and Pete 
is on the other side, and you all look at Pete, and I want Pete to say what you do. Um, I've, I, I gently place my hammers on the, on the drum. I look into each and every one of your eyes and hold it there for Pete. Um, as you, as everyone's kind of getting ushered off, you're all staring back at me. Um, and I look over to Madame Free Free. Um, I look back at you and I start walking over. So, so he's staying with the Trevor too? Yeah. Okay. And we watch um, him go. And actually, uh, if I may, Emily is actually slung over a guard's shoulder. Because mm-hmm. um, she like didn't leave the piano until they like, forcibly picked her up and like fireman carried her. And she looks at Pete with this like rueful uh, closed mouth smile and she just waves and shouts, Good luck I wave back. No no worries. And uh, I think what we're gonna do is we're going to do a wrap up scene very quickly. Um very quickly we're on the train heading back having failed our contract we didn't get paid we got nothing for this the wedding was broken up it was chaos uh the moment we left the wardens swarmed in trying to like ask being asked questions we were detained for a while but uh in the confusion we were able to slip away and get on the train. And we're sitting on the train, heading back, and there's, we're in the car, but it's, uh, it's emptier, because Pete's not here with us. And we're going back to have to meet Holland and meet him in the face and say that that's the end. This is the end of, of our, uh, of our band. Do we have to meet Holland? Can we just send him a pixie? We can. I guess it would be polite. <clears throat> so, you know, we should see him face to face. See, we do we do agree on some things. You're... It, I'm sorry. I know. I know you're sorry, but you've got you're stuck somewhere in your head, Ken. You know that? Yes, I do. And I hope you fix it. Me too. Okay. I don't think I need to finish my symphony anymore. That's good. That is good. That's really good. I think it sounded interesting. But honestly, it wasn't going to get the effect that I wanted. Now, what we did all together, that was excellent. So... Well, there's no band, now. We can still write. Yeah, but... Also, um, I don't like to mention my family often, but they are rich. And everyone kind of turns to, to Mel. What do you want to say? You want me to? Um, we can finish the comment and then I'll say it. Well, that's always an option. No, I... Find new backers? I mean, you still have a fan base, I guess. No, thanks. Mel, you, you really can't hurt anybody anymore. Not for you, not for the shadowy crime syndicate of whoever... You can't there's no crime syndicate. There's no crime syndicate. Okay, then just for you or for anybody else, you can't hurt people anymore. 
about what I wanted out of it, I've been done. Truly. Good. That's good. I'm gonna go get something to drink. My voice is tired. She gets up and she leaves the car. Uh, and I'm gonna flip this that the train had to pause for like a cargo unload or something in mm -hmm. a small backwater town on the way back into the city. Ravani gets off the train and doesn't come back. And uh, when it's obvious that she hasn't come back, the train starts to pull out again. Mm -hmm. uh, like Kem sees her, like as walking she's away, walking, down the like platform. he's playing at the window and he sees her, and watches her go. He gets up. And he leaves too. Oh, Emily, you're incredibly talented. And you should never stop playing. I don't think there's a band ever No, there isn't. Don't stop playing. I won't. Thank you, Mel. Uh, and Mel will leave as well. So Mel gets up and he leaves. I think the last shot is of Emily. And uh, she's in that, that car. Uh, what is she doing? Um, she's gonna she's gonna ride the whole way back, and she's gonna go talk to Holland and tell him the story of what happened at the cool. Blackberry Shrubber. But this last moment. But in this what last this? moment, um, as the train chugs down the tracks, there's almost a rhythm to the sound of the the wheels turning, and she starts tapping out. Uh, obviously piano music on the windowsill, mm -hmm. on the ledge, and there's the actual sounds now of what she's playing mm -hmm. over her fingers as they move against the wood. And the pulls out, out the window, into the night as the train moves on. You see the lights of Amagard stretched out in front of End of episode. The Ballad of the Open Pages was recorded at Gen Con 2018 and features Alexis Cohen Penna as Emily Smith, J.R. Rubin as Petrofeard Wood, Frank Gasparro as Meliodius Lamar, Ali Grauer as Ravani, and Drew Merzieski as Kem Briskel and Narrator. The theme for Warder was written by Arnie Parrott. He can be found at atptunes.com. Additional music was written by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Sounds were provided by freesound.org. Warda is a part of the OneShot Podcast Network. If you're looking for something new to listen to, try Arms of the Tide. Arms of the Tide is an actual play about fighting for what's right in an original, magitechnological world on the brink of catastrophe, using the mutants in the night system. Join Quinn, Joe. Chanel, and John as they revel in the laughs and gasp at the drama while the only things standing against the apocalypse are a robot with a fondness for stray cats, a wolf made of living plants with a bad case of depression, and a private eye who's so done with all of this. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Welcome to Warda and support what we do at patreon.com slash whimsyartifice. Without you, none of this world would be possible. That's all for now. Thank you for listening.